all of you fun, what is it, you cool cats and kittens? Isn't that what Carol Baskin says? That is what she says, uh, allegedly, I think. I never actually watched that. Oh, I didn't either. I ah. just see the memes. Mm, yes, the memes. The memes. The memes. <laughs> Earlier today, folks, I went outside because uh, I do that occasionally, and <laughs> I noticed, I've been noticing that there's, like, hay, like, stuff around the back wheel of my tire, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Literally did not even bother to check. A couple of times I've gone outside, and a bird has flown away quickly, and I just assumed he was, like, it was hot, and he's hanging out under the car trying to get some mm, shade. Yep. You know what I mean? So, didn't really think anything of it. <clears throat> I go out there today, and this bird flies away. It's a robin. I see him. He's looking at me. She's looking at me. They're looking at me. And it was a um, robin? Yeah, dude. And I literally was like, what? Is this, is this a nest? And I walked over there, and, like, of course, I immediately pulled my phone out and started recording, because I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So, yeah, there was a nest on the wheel, the wheel, the tire of my car, uh, there was a full robin's nest with four, count them, four eggs in there. Beautiful tiny eggs. Yes, they're so cute. They're adorable. Yeah. So that was my event for the day. And I was like, oh my God, nature is like invading my life. And also, that is such a bold move to put your home <laughs> on the wheel of a car. Okay? Yeah. Pretty bold. And your children and your children. So a lot of I sent that to a lot of people and they were like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you, are you gonna just going to put gloves on and try to move it? And I was like, no, I'm going to wait for them to hatch. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it at all. Let them live and move on. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, they put so much work and effort into that. The least <gasps> I can do is not move my fucking car. You're a landlady of the cutest little tenants. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Actually, that really uh, brightened and surprised me today. Yeah. Um, at work, there's, um, so in New Mexico, there's, I think they're called barn swallows. Oh, um, that sounds so cute. Do they have a forked tail? The they sure do. Tail. They're adorable. So there's two nests above the door of my building at work. And the barn swallows' nests are very interesting because they will just attach them to walls. Like, they don't Ooh, build them on top yeah. of things. They just attach them to the wall. Yeah, they're like a, like a little wasp nest, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so um, a lot of people in New Mexico don't like them because they're all over the place and they poop a lot, you know, wherever they build their nests, and they can all be loud like and annoying. Things I know. All living things poop, friends. Like, come on now. But one, the barn swallows are really good at eating poisonous bugs. They eat mosquitoes they eat um black widows and other poisonous spiders so they're very handy two they're fucking adorable and one of the nests both of them have baby birds in them one of them and so i've been taking snaps of the baby birds because i'm a lunatic and i looked up and i said hi to them and they all poked their heads out and there was four of them oh stop oh my god they are so cute why would anyone hate that cute little bird i know right this is like the sailor jerry swallow oh for sure this is the one that everyone, including your grandpa, has tattooed on their ass. Or really, usually it's the chest. Usually it's a collarbone. Chest or Shoulder. like forearm maybe. Tramp Shoulder. Stamp, yep. Or stomach, abdomen area. Yeah, there you go. 
People like birds flying all over the place. Oh, shit, look at this one. They're just, like, screaming at each other. Can you see it? They are. They're very, um, <laughs> they're very chatty. They're very cute. But, yeah, so I look like the, the village wow. slash work crazy lady because every time I go outside to use my phone, I'm, like, talking to the little birds. I'm like, hey, guys, how are you doing? What you doing over there? You're so sweet. That's so cute, though. They are the Oh, cutest. man. Anyone who knows me knows I have a weird obsession with birds. Like, it's creepy, honestly. Mm. Um, usually, I do my bird watching in the car. Yep, same. Because I'm a safe driver. <laughs> Must be in the jeans. Must be. And I have, like, a huge obsession with bald eagles and living in... Florida, there it is. I don't know what minute we're at, but there's the Florida mention. Um, But living in Florida, I happen to be around a lot of southern bald eagles. Like when, like the house in uh, Orlando, um, there was a big bald eagle nest just down the trail a couple miles from there. And so we saw eagles there all the time. And then in Jacksonville, when I was living out there, I saw bald eagles all the time. Um, moved up here, and they, like, live right down the river, so we see them all the time. And I fucking love them. Like, because mm-hmm. it's always one of those things where it's like, oh, is it a vulture? And there's vultures everywhere. Come on. Let's be real. Um, so I always, like, am looking up, literally, like a freaking lunatic. <laughs> Just like, mm, I must see. And I, like, look for their wing pattern, you know, and mm-hmm. their, sh- like, their shape. And I can I can And the size of their head. Yep. I can honestly, at this point, I am such a freak for birds that, like, I can tell a vulture immediately based on the shape of that, that its wings make. Yes, because they make a V. It yeah, is they a do. V. Bald eagles, their wings go straight across. They're like this. Yeah, they're very, I mean, it's, they're very straight. Even when they're circling, their wings are pretty even keel. Um, and then, you know, obviously, like, you got to take a second to focus, you know, all the while not looking at the road. And uh, and then that's when you can see that there's, like, a color, depending on how far they are. Because then you can see, like, that they have a white tail and a white head. And then you die. And then you die. Yeah, I always loved watching the um, the swallow-tailed kites. They're a good one. Those Ooh, are yeah. in Florida. Loves me some swallow-tailed kites. Those ones are so pretty. And they're pretty rare. I th- I'm pretty sure they're an endangered species. Um, yeah. Also, you know, first of all, just talk on more on bird appreciation. Um, I miss hearing the peacocks. Yeah. We used to have peacocks behind our neighborhood. I have never seen a peacock in Orlando, swear to God. Maybe once. But like never seen them. We would hear them all the time. Like they were just literally living out in you that never saw weird them? woods. No, I never saw them. I saw them, but when I went to somebody else's house, they walked. They would walk by their backyard because their backyard didn't have a fence. Ah, see, it, that's what I'm saying. That little undeveloped part yeah. <laughs> in between neighborhoods, um, that's where they lived. But, yeah, yeah, the peacocks and the sandhill cranes, those uh, guys were insane. They're basically like mini ostriches, guys. Like, I was going to say, so when I went to Florida on the vacation, I saw – the herons flying, and I forgot how big they are. I was like, oh, yeah, look at those guys. herons up here. Ah. And then I saw, oh, my gosh. Okay, so my favorite is at the beach, the pelicans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They Did look you know like, that they have had the same, like, physical structure pretty much for the last 60 million years? Okay, that makes sense because I was literally about to say, like, they look like dinosaurs. 
Yeah. Yeah, they basically are. They basically are. They look like small dinosaurs, although they're not very small. Like, they look small because, you know, you see them flying off the distance. They're like, oh, they're not that big. And then they fly near you, and you're like, damn, that's a big bird. <laughs> Yo, Florida is, like, low-key prehistoric. You know, it's got the gopher tortoises. With mindsets and nature. Parents. I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There's also yeah. iguanas, but those are an invasive species. So. Oh, that's true. And they are in, like, South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Birds and prehistoric beings. Actually, this is, like, a perfect segue. <gasps> is it? Yes, I've got a story for you. Um, so... We're doing... I, this is part two of our yeah, sister subjects. Yeah, I guess we'll, like, tell you or I remember. know. Sorry. Real so quick. Yes. I re-listened to the episode where you were talking about Arietta Stonewood. <laughs> LOL. I forgot about that. God. Good times. So, please tell me, what is your supernatural tale for today? Well, this week... I'm taking you all on a little journey to the mouth of the Altamaha River in Darien, Georgia. Oh, that's pretty close to Florida. It sure is. It sure is. Um, Yeah, so that area, you know, of the mouth of the river is known for its marshes and winding river channels. The Altamaha flows east towards the Atlantic. Um, It is south of Savannah, Georgia, but it's directly north of Brunswick. Brunswick. Yeah. I don't know why I said Wook, but if anyone knows Georgia, you probably already know where it is, but if you don't, it's south of Savannah, above Florida, somewhere in there. Um, legend has it that the Altamaha is home to a unique river creature. Yeah? Yes, and it is called the Altamaha Ha. You're joking. I am not. It is called the Altamahaha. Um, <laughs> the Altamaha. It is the ha of the Altamahaha. Or no. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, I get it. It's the ha of the Altamaha. But it just feels, now that I've, I've typed it and said it so many times, that now it just sounds weird when I just say Altamaha. That, like, there but I need the extra ha. Yeah. It needs to be Altamaha. Um... <laughs> It's also referred to as Alti by the locals. That's the adorable. Area. It is very cute. So, the Altamaha is said to be... It's my favorite. Caught, <laughs> it's like I almost caught myself up there because I like almost didn't say it. No, okay. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> the Altamaha is said to be anywhere from 20 feet to 70 feet in length. Wait, what is it? It bears the head of an alligator with a wide, flattened tail similar to a whale and a long, rigid spine running down its back. So it's kind of like a raised spine. has um, an elongated neck. Witnesses have reported both green and gray scaly skin, green glowing eyes, razor-sharp teeth, and like I said, an elongated neck. Wow. Yes, it is similar to another water creature we love so dearly. Which one is that, Sarah? I don't know. Wow. I feel like you're being sarcastic, because otherwise I would say manatee, but it doesn't sound like a manatee. 
Nessie. <gasps> Nessie! <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, by the way, you guys, if you are interested, you can get a really cute patch of Nessie. I think I got it on Amazon, and it says, believe in yourself. Oh, my God. I love that so much. It's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen, and it inspires me daily. Um, okay, so interestingly enough, the area of Dar- Darien is said to be colonized by Scottish Highlanders in the mid-18th century. Wait, and they and somehow brought a magical giant beast from Scotland there? That's what you would think. That's what would have you to believe upon reading that. But uh, the Highlanders came um, alone. (laughs) So not with the giant monster. Gotcha. They did not bring their own. Um, No, they... uh, So the Highlanders came from Inverness on top of being Mm. Scottish. Inverness lies just north of Loch Ness. It is on the northern, like, air coast of Loch Ness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, literally, where Nessie lives. Um, they even named their settlement New Inverness before they eventually renamed it Darien. Now. So, wait. I'm so I sorry. Said, when did the Scottish Highlanders... I'm so glad you almost asked that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mid-18th century. I don't okay. know the exact date, but the Altamaha legends originated... Oh, my God. Originated... I don't know why I can't talk today. Within the lower Muscogee and Creek nations long before the Scots ever arrived in Georgia. Um the Lower Muscogee and Creek Nations warned the Scots about uh, the monster when they arrived. And in case anyone is wondering, the first documented sighting of Nessie was 40 years after the first non-native sighting in Georgia. What? Yes. So Alti definitely came before Nessie. Also, I'm really not sure why that had to be like qualified. You know what I mean? How they're like the first non-native sighting in Georgia. Oh, so all the native sightings, those those didn't. They count? don't count. Yeah. Of course they don't count. Why would they count? Mm. Come on, man. We all we all know that they don't count as people. I just like love how I people e. like to decide American who the history. Fuck is a person yeah. Who isn't like I really can't handle it. Anyways, um, also, I have been watching The Witcher this week. <laughs> yeah. So the entire time I'm doing this research, you know, it's all like monster this and monster that and the Loch Ness monster. And I was like, okay, listen, we do not know if they like what their cognitive abilities are. Okay. So I'm going to try really hard to avoid the word monster because, <laughs> you know, we might be invading their habitat. We might be, we might be the monster ourselves. We for sure are the monster <laughs> ourselves. Just FYI. In case anybody I was mean, wondering. For sure. For certainly. Um, Yes. So from the physical descriptions that have been given by eyewitnesses, I think that Alti, like, could be related to, like, a plesiosaurus genus. Obviously, I'm not a paleontologist, but that is, like, what I imagined it looks like. So if you look it up, there's one called Elasmosaurus. So it's kind of... The plesiosaurus, I think, has, like, a bigger head. I actually drew a picture. I'm going to show you the picture. Mm. I did take a picture of my picture, so you can put it on Instagram. Yes. Can you see it? <laughs> Hi, I love this. Yeah? Yes. 
My cute Look at your, notes. I was going to say, look My at your sketch. sweet little notes. Love them. They're so neat. <laughs> Her handwriting looks like the handwriting of a old Victorian widow. Yes, I, it's now that I tell you all that Arietta Stonewood lives inside me. <laughs> Shut up. That's so gross. I hate it. My hands are possessed by her nature. God, stop it. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> it's me and my like, eye twitch just thinking about it. Imagine if you just had one possessed body part. You know, it's like you see it on Exorcist movies or whatever, how it's like, oh, the full possession. You know, Zach you know Bagans, he was possessed at one point or more than one yeah, point. Whatever. No, did you know that that's a real thing? What, to have, like, a possessed, like, To have a hand that doesn't elbow? listen to your brain? Yeah, that's a real phenomenon. Sounds like a topic for the podcast, for sure. But, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I'm going to have to write that one down for later and fight to the death over it. <laughs> it's me and the Arietta Stonewood. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I don't want to fight you to the death. Can I just <laughs> fight you to the, to the nap? Whoever decides to like, take a nap first. That's fine. That's fine. We can nap. That's cool. I like a good nap. <laughs> so your notes were very beautiful. Love them. Okay, yeah. So if you look up Elasmosaurus, like, it kind of looks like that picture, except Alti only has two fins, um, just, like, right on its side, just going side to side, and seems to be more of, like, a snake-like creature, with, like a little belly for organs, you know? Um, in, in that Elasmosaurus has four limbs, so it has two in the front and two in the back, giant lizard waddly guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, Alti and in their appearance. So now we're going to get on to, uh, the eyewitness accounts. That was beautiful, by the way. Thank you, thank I you. Just really must say it was gorgeous vibrato in that belch. Wasn't my best, but, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> All righty. So, in, on April 18th, in 1830, which I feel like a lot of my stories happen in April. I feel like April's a weird, creepy month that maybe we're not talking about. Like, maybe that's why people wanted to have Easter in April. Because they're like, this month is pretty creepy. Okay, Let's but you want to know what the real Jesus thing is? <laughs> what? Wait, is it April or is it the beginning of May that's the opposite of... So Samhain slash Halloween is supposed to be when the veil is thinnest between the spirit world and our world. Mm -hmm. But there's also a mirrored time period in spring. Yeah, because I feel like every single story that I've done is is in the end of March, beginning of April. Between like maybe like the 10th of March and like the 20th of April. Hey. (laughs) Well, yeah. Maybe the 14th of March to the 20th of April from Pi to 420. Pi Day to 420 Day. Hey, like it. Yeah. So anyways, so continue. when's the other, when's the holiday? Uh, what's the, hold on. Beltane. Beltane is, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Did tell me about that. Did I? Yeah. yeah. So it's not in April, but it's May 1st. Mm, okay. Which is very close to April, in case you were wondering. 
Yeah, because like the Green Children thing happened in March or April. The yeah. cave one was March or April. The uh, other ones. <laughs> the lightning strike one happened in June. But anyways, so April 18th, 1830, Captain Delano, or Delano, we'll go with Delano. Sounds cooler. Um, yeah, Captain Delano of the schooner called the Eagle. Oh, I forgot it was called the Eagle. Ah, I love myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> really, really brings it full circle, guys. Full circle. It's what Obviously. we live for. Yeah. Um, so this was recorded in the Savannah Georgian newspaper. Delano, did I say Delano or Delano? Delano. Delano witnessed the Altamaha off the coast of St. Simon's Island near the mouth of the Altamaha. (laughs) (laughs) So much has. So much mahaha. That's going to be my new one. I need I need that to catch on because I have to stop saying LOL. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, and you inspired me to say that too. And people look at me really dumb every time I say it. So thanks. Yeah, we're, I feel like, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I, so yeah, so now, from now on, we're just going to be like, mahaha. <laughs> mm, is that better though? I feel like it's so much better actually. <laughs> I just pictured David Rose in my head when I said that. <laughs> mahaha. Oh, man. Okay, so here's a quote. He repeated the particulars precisely describing the animal he saw as being about 70 feet long and its circumference about that of a sugar hogshead, which a hogshead is a term for a large barrel or cask that was used at the time. Mm -hmm. But how big is that? Mm, Barrel-sized. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with sugar hogsheads or any hogshead. Um, or, or I'm familiar with boar's head. Yeah. Because that, boar. Isn't that ham? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was Public subs. LOL. Um, so, yes, he said it was moving its head, which was shaped like an alligator, about eight feet out of the water. So definitely long Nick Nissy vibes. Um, five men at the schooner also saw it, as well as a number of planters that were on St. Simon's Island, um, because there used to be rice uh, fields out in that area. Okay. I don't know if there is now, but I just know that that at least used to be a thing. Um, other eyewitnesses claimed that the creature they saw was a whale. Um, some people, like in more modern accounts, have you know been like, "Oh, it's probably a manatee," and I'm like, "Hi, I don't know if you know this, but manatees don't have necks." <laughs> Actually, I just pictured a manatee with a neck, and it was very upsetting. Yeah, they definitely don't have a neck, and like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and the captain was very clear that he had not seen a whale. And here's another quote. Captain Delano also states that he is acquainted with all kinds of whale and that he never saw a monster similar to the one he described. And that was from the Charleston Mercury. Interesting. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, he's the captain of a schooner. He's going to be out at sea. So what I think is really interesting about this first account that, like, got in the newspaper, you know, and people were still like, no, I think it's a whale. Like, "Mm, how much time do you spend at open sea, Yeah, actually? right. 
For real, so. um, really, when you get these reports and stories, I don't feel like it's often from someone who spends that much time out on the water. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, someone's on the shore, like like Nessie, and, could take a, and took a picture, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but, oh, man, that, let me tell you, I do have a weird obsession, guys. Here I am, back in the depths, literally, another underwater tale. And um, but but there was there was one subreddit that I, or one of uh, creepypasta that I was reading, which it was like a thread of people like adding to it. I think it was an Ask Reddit, and um, and it was like creepy stories about the water. And I did Ugh. hear uh, like for people that like work on the water, and let me tell you, those are the best creepy stories. Either they have a very active imagination because they're bored AF out at sea, yeah, or they see some weird fucking shit. A lot of people in the local area think. You know, that it's like, oh, it's probably just like a log with some like kelp on it. Like you're probably not really seeing Lazy. anything. Yeah, there um, there have been other more modern accounts. Um, in 1981, a former newspaper publisher named Larry Gwynn reported seeing the creature while fishing with his friend, Stephen Wilson. They reported that it had two big humps about five feet apart and left behind a wake like that of a speedboat. Um, when newspapers ran stories about the sighting, other witnesses came forward. A man named Harvey Blackman, who was from Brunswick, mm-hmm. had told them that he had seen the creature back in the 1970s. He said that it had a snake-like head, was 15 to 20 feet long, and he said that he had seen it at a point called Two-Way, which was on the Altamaha River. There was another uh, person named Frank Culpepper. Cute name. Yeah, right. Um, And he saw the wake of the Altamaha in the same area. He said that it left behind a billow of water so big that it caused boats to, quote, bump about. Bump about? Like, yeah. we bumper car Like, boats. just a little bump, 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 you know? Just a bobbin. The, the ma-ha-ha went a bump, bump, bumpin. Oh, yeah. Ma-ha-ha made the, bump, made the boats do the bump. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, also, in the 1920s, there was a report from Timberman along the river uh, saying that they had seen a large snake-like water monster. In 1935, a group of hunters spotted what they called a, quote, giant snake uh, swimming through the river, which, like, there are probably anacondas. Are anacondas that far north, though? (sighs) Okay, I don't know about anacondas. Let's see. Could they be? Because I thought that was—I thought they were more in like the Ele- Everglades. Georgia does have giant pythons. Oh, that's comforting. I think that's more though an invasive species. Okay. Actually, wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Oh, biggest native snake in the U.S.—a fearsome nine feet—is vanishing, and it's in Georgia. It's a massive black snake. What's it called? The Eastern Indigo. Ooh, what a name. North America's biggest, I know, North America's biggest indigenous snake growing to nine feet. It is only found in coastal Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and Mississippi. Eastern Indigo. 
Oh, wow. I mean, that's a big snake, snake, but it's definitely black. It's definitely not alti big. No, it's only nine feet, although coming across a nine-foot snake would be... Fucking awesome. Yeah. Is it venomous? Oh, when threatened, they can flatten their necks vertically to look bigger. Interesting. Ooh. Does it... Does it... Does it constrict? Non-venomous snake. Ooh. Indigos are named due to the eerie blue sheen that their scales reflect in the sun. I want to meet one. Yeah, they actually seem, like, really cute. Also, for anyone who thinks that snakes should be kept as pets, y'all are out of your fucking minds. When people are like, oh, my snake is different. He's really big and likes to cuddle. Like, bitch, that's what that she snake said. is not he trying said. to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, you got it in there. Good job. Um, <laughs> my point is, is that snake is sizing you up for its next fucking meal, okay? It's not cuddling with you. Oh, man. So, yeah, so they thought that they had saw a giant snake. Mm, yeah, but it probably was an altamaha, just saying. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. In um, the 1940s, so just a few years later, Boy Scouts had reported seeing the creature, as well as two officials from the Reedsville State Prison from the 1950s, which I'm like, oh, officials. How? Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, I don't you know. said Maybe officials. Were... Okay. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, they were drowning someone in the river, you know, or water them or something. I mean, obviously. Oh. What else? How, what would? What else would you be doing there? Fishing, <laughs> probably. I was gonna. So I made friends with somebody recently who um, used to work at a correctional facility. Uh huh. And she, she was telling me about some of the like shady ass, terrible things mm. that happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. It's just as terrible, if not worse, than I thought it was. Great. Yeah. Especially during COVID. They were having a lot of issues, and they were understaffed, and it was COVID, and yeah. 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 So. So. Were these two correctional officers, like, at work, though, when they saw it? I don't know. That's all I found about that. That's like, like, there wasn't many, um you know, sources, really, for the Altima, haha. Um, there's one in 1969 when two brothers were fishing on the Altamaha River at Clark's Bluff. They reported seeing an animal that they first thought was a sturgeon, but quickly changed their mind when they got a better look. They said mm. that it was about 10 to 12 feet in length. It had a snout like an alligator and a horizontal tail, which is exactly how... Delano, uh, Delano, Delano. What did I say? Delano. 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 <laughs> the captain of the Eagle. Um, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. Yes, uh, yes. That is what he said. Okay. Yeah. So another like random thought that I have when it comes to this stuff, and like, I know you're looking it up on the internet, and they're like these sightings, and they're like these two people reported that they saw this creature. Who is everybody reporting these sightings to? Um, like, is it like they're just telling their mother or, like, the park service or, you know? I mean, the mayor, obviously. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) You know, like, it just makes me curious. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it definitely makes me curious, too. I mean, you've got to be telling somebody. Do you think they just call up the papers? They go, hello, the media? <laughs> I got a sighting here, see? I got a sighting here, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, so very similar description. They also describe the creature as having a triangular ridge along the top of its body, sharp pointed teeth, and being a gun metal gray color which is Ooh. all of what we heard from earlier. Um, in the Interesting. Yes. In the uh, summer of 1980, two men reportedly saw the Altamaha stranded on a mud bank at Cat Cathead Creek. Cathead Creek? Oh, that's a wonderful name for a creek. Right? It's like a dash, so I was confused for half a second. They reported that the animal was lying halfway in the water, thrashing and trying to free itself from the bank. They described Aww. it as being dark in color. It had rough skin and was about 20 feet long. And mm -hmm. while they were standing there watching it, it was able to free itself and disappeared Aww. back into the water. Good. At least it got back. Yeah. That would make me sad. Watching I would it flop. <laughs> I would just go up there. Excuse me. This is what if Hagrid like trained me feet? for. That's what Hagrid trained you for. Shut up. Oh, my God. Obviously, I was the only one who took care of magical creatures, okay? God, but, yeah. That always makes me think of uh, the Scroots. They're not in the movies, but in the books. Those terrible, oh, weird, giant insects. Oh, the blast-ended Scroots? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those were weird. No, it does, no, he has one in the movie. There's one. A singular one. Lame. It's not the same. I think it's in, like the Chamber of Secrets or something, because that is the only Chris Columbus that I care about, is the guy who directed the first two Harry Potter movies. Right. I like him more than I like J.K. Rowling, and I'm probably going to look up, look him up and be like, I wonder what he's been up to, and it's going to be some weird fucking scandal, because that's no, the world we that. live in. Yeah, I know. Did you know he also directed, um, I think he also directed Home Alone, the original Home Alone. What? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he is great. <laughs> maybe he is great. The real Chris Columbus, not the one that is fake. <laughs> the real Chris Columbus. <laughs> Sounds like a stage name. The real, wow. not shitty Chris he Columbus. He did do the, the Home Alones. He did? Yeah. That's and right? Mrs. Doubtfire. <gasps> yes, Mrs. Doubtfire. And The Help. Um, oh, I didn't know he did The Help. 1492 Pictures is his film company. Um, Yikes. And I don't see a category on Wikipedia that says... <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> Recent allegations is another one that yeah. I see from time to time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, we think that maybe he's okay. Maybe he's chilling. He's still alive. Right? Yes. Yeah, his, his daughter played Susan Bones in the first two Harry uh, Potter movies. Yes, I do remember Susie. Good old Susie. Good old Suzarella. Sweet. Oh, wait. No, you're about to read me something terrible about him. No, I thought his kids had cool names, but they don't. One of them's name. I mean, there's Violet and Isabella, but then there's also Eleanor and Brendan. So, those are fine names. I'm not dissing their names, but their mom's last name is Devereaux. Monica Devereaux is her name. Oh, that's much better. Right? It's like if. Okay, would you. Do you think they have. Do you think it's Brendan Colum Columbus? Do you think that's what it is? Probably. I hope not. Right? I would hope it'd be a Brendan Devereaux. Oh, that, see, now that sounds nice. That sounds like a, a spy name. That like sounds a, like a, like a French movie star. Yeah. 
We're, uh, well, no. He's going to be playing a French movie star in the next Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Anyways, so, um, so yeah, they, like, they actually got to... So, yes, all to say that if I were to see a giant, freaking, crazy sea creature thrashing around on the beach... Um, I might freeze for a second, but my my instinct in my heart would be like, go save it. Push it back into the sea. You know, all those videos of, like, people carrying a sea turtle and putting it back in the ocean or, like, freeing yeah, a shark. Yeah, but a sea turtle is different. I mean, yeah, okay, I would free a shark. Never exactly. mind. Exactly. No, people, I've seen people drag sharks back out when they've been beached. Same with dolphins and other fish. But it's like, yeah, no, if I saw it, I would just try to get it back in the water. Poor sweet manatees. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's like, come on, tell me what, I mean, yeah, the neck would kind of freak me out, but I've also been learned a lot Just from like, Steve Irwin, too. Use those, use those muscles and, like, whip it into the water and run away. Oh, yeah, just a, just a quick whip. <laughs> just, a, just a cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> okay, so Say one cool. time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Say whip. Whip. And say it together. Cool whip. So we really liked that that little bit right there growing up. I don't know why I'm so close to the mic. Um, and one time, Sarah just turned to us and went whipped cream. Because <laughs> she's the cutest ever. And, you know, obviously she was thinking about the cool whip. And she just goes, but whipped cream. And this was randomly. I'm pretty sure we were in the car. like <laughs> Something. But I also didn't realize what was wrong with my statement. I was like, that just doesn't sound right. So I just, like, <laughs> sat there with this weird facial expression. And somebody was like, did you mean cool whip? <laughs> oh, my God. Whipped cream. Anyways, um... So yes, What's I was, happening? I don't know. They're freaking out. I think mom and dad just came in from being outside. They were outside. Oh. They're oh. starting to howl. Oh. <laughs> They're like, I just can't take this barking no more. They're so cute. Anyways, I'm just going to talk right over them. Um, so in, so yes, so I would cool whip it back into the sea. Um, in the summer. Okay, wait. I'm so sorry. Literally, this just came up on my news um, news flash. Right, that's it. Yeah. The app. This came up. It literally just happened today. A giant 23 foot anaconda startles tourists swimming in river. Wow. Oh, but this was in Brazil. So that makes more sense. I think that's where they're from. But still terrifying. Still startling. Yeah, that is startling. Another story that came around in the 1980s was a sighting by a crab fisherman. And he had said that the creature looked like the world's biggest eel. Ooh. Which, if this story didn't originally come from, like, First Nations, like the the creek lower creek nation and the muskogee nation uh yeah i would i just want to say like how nobody ever calls out white guys for saying weird shit like they are literally literally like i saw a mythical creature over here 
thrashing in the water on the bank of a river. And everyone's like, oh, wow, that checks out. Yeah. You know? But, like, if it was seen by indigenous people, oh, it's just a stupid myth. Yeah, or if it's said by a woman or seen by a woman, she's a witch. I mean, she could be a witch just for saying, (laughs) it's not what you said, it's how you said it. (laughs) She could be a witch for doing math. Oh, my God, yeah. Not the division. math. Not the math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There was so a... wait. What did he say it looked like? The world's biggest eel. That's what she said. Continue. Wow. Wow. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> in 2002... Here's- yeah, I am I'm dumb. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. I was going to say, that. so rude, but continue. Oh, okay. That's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2002, a man reported another man. I'm just saying. You know when they just say man, you know they're white. You know they're white. This was written by Kathy Weiser. She sounds white. I don't know why I'm so worried about it, but I'm just as soon as that thought pops into that thought pops into my head, I'm always like, I just am immediately like, yep, Brr. it fucking sucks too. Anyways, sure. Yep. So, this man uh, reported pulling up the boat to the river and seeing something over 20 feet in length with a six-foot-wide break in the water. In 2010, an amateur photographer captured a video of something strange swimming off the channel off Fort King in the Georgia Historic Site in Darien. So that is a video that I looked at. Um, There is not... I'm sure that it was one of those moments where, like, or I'd like to think that it's one of those moments where it's like you saw it and you pulled your camera out and then you can like kind of see it, but you also like can't. It's mm-hmm. not a very big like movement in the water. Definitely could be a manatee. Definitely could be a gator. Definitely could be an anaconda. Like it could be something else. Um, or just a, you know, fish, like fucking monster grouper. That'll, that'll, use, that'll use the M word for it. I was going to say, yeah. Have you seen giant sturgeons though too? Because those things are pretty fucking big. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I haven't seen them IRL, but I believe it. They're they're uh, they're slightly terrifying for sure. So yeah. So there may or may not be a plesiosaurus like water mythical creature, probably real, but, you know, difficult to document, um, being swimming around in the Altamaha River called the Altamaha. And now you know. Wait, I have to send this to you. (gasps) What is it? I mean, this is in Canada. It's not in Georgia, but look at how crazy this looks. I'm not going to lie. If I saw this giant sturgeon, I would think it was a monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, that actually, I, I should have looked up the pic, a picture of a giant sturgeon. That's huge. It's huge, and look at that wide, flat head. Yeah, so maybe it could just be a giant sturgeon. And they can grow, they can live for, like, hundreds of years. What? And they can grow to be up to 24 feet long. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, that's where you get caviar from? Over 100 years. What? 
Did you know that that's where you get caviar from? They're also called beluga. No. What, where yeah. do you get ca- caviar from? A sturgeon? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I looked it up one day because I was like, what the fuck is caviar? I thought it was like... Eggs eating. Yeah. I thought it was snail eggs or something. Snail eggs? No, wait. What's snail? Snail is something. Escargo. Escargo. Yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, they're pretty big. I wonder why that hasn't been brought up because I'm like, yeah, it could just definitely be one of these guys. Or so a couple I, of them together. The eight, the yeah. neck being eight foot out of the water is like the the only thing that I'm like, hmm. But they can grow to be twenty four feet, although eight feet does sound like an exaggeration. Yeah, and it does have that kind of tail. And the but ridges. It's vertical and the ridges. Wow! Oh my gosh! Did we just debunk this? No. But they saw it thrashing around. What year was that? That was in the 80s. Do you think they knew about sturgeon in the 80s? When did we learn I think, about sturgeon? I think it's only been wide. Sturgeon has been more widely brought up because of the internet and, uh, like, debunking cryptids and stuff. Wow. Wow, so that might be the Altamaha. Yeah, they're fucking... Look at this. Okay, wait, I'm going to send you one more. Okay. I think I'm going to include some of the pictures of the sturgeon just for posterity's sake. All right. I don't know why I had to shout that. Yes, quite loud. That's all right. Oh, my God, that catfish could swallow me whole. Now I'm just looking at giant catfish. Holy shit, man. Have you looked at giant catfish? Uh, Can you look at the picture I just sent you? Because look at the size of that head. Yeah, it's got a big head. It does look like an alligator's head. Um, yeah, it's and it also that that sort of, it's not a forked tail, but you know it's very it's it's a vertical version of a dolphin or whale tail, like a yeah. But it's it's sort some somewhere in between those sizes, I would think. Maybe dolphin size, maybe a little bit bigger. But yeah, no, that definitely does have like a weird shaped head. I would say maybe if it was like a couple of them, a few of them, maybe together, right? maybe they were mating. <laughs> That's true. Maybe that's what they saw, and they were just, like, so panicked. Um, because these were in April. A lot of these stories were in April. Yeah, they can grow up to... Do they? When do they mate? I don't know. They can grow up to 20 feet tall, though. Can you please look and up a picture of, the giant, of a giant catfish, though? Because they're terrifying, and they literally could swallow us whole. <gasps> look at this one. You're still looking at sturgeon, aren't you? I know. I'm so sorry. Hold on. I just gotta. I just gotta send this also to you. They're fucking huge, man. I and know. I think they're. I think they're as old as dinosaurs. They're like prehistoric. Yuck! Why did you make me look that up? Yeah, because they're crazy. Yeah, beluga sturgeon, Atlantis or Atlantic sturgeon, lake sturgeon. Yeah, so there is sturgeon found in um, North America. Yeah, all over all over North America, which is terrifying. Another and fucking also, reason to not go in a fucking lake, people. Can yeah, we I know. Be, can we be real and please look up a picture? Not you. You can look it up whenever your little heart desires. But you guys also should look up a picture of a giant catfish because also yet another reason to not go swimming in a lake or a river. You know what I mean? Kayaking, totally fine, totally fine. Do you? You know? But like, yeah, just look out for those guys because they're fucking huge. Ugh. Yeah, that one is fucking massive. Right? Interesting. What year was that picture from? Uh, I think it said 1903. Um, 
But the giant sturgeon, guess what? They are also to uh, known to swim in uh, the Loch Ness. Shut up, really? Mm-hmm. That's wow. how I started looking it up, because I was listening to an episode of And That's Why We Drink about the uh, about Nessie, mm-hmm. and the giant sturgeon came up, and I was like, I have to look this up, and I'd never heard of it before, and they are some fucking dinosaur-ass-looking fish. Like, it's nuts. Mm, yeah, no, they definitely are. They definitely are. Wow. Well, that was a good. That was a good story. I didn't know that there was a uh, a cryptid in Georgia. Yes, which is essentially yes. Florida. I, basically, I mean, I don't think it stops being Florida till about West Virginia. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. You know. It is. It is. People like to pretend that people in Florida are crazy. I did hear a bit that was like Florida is actually two different states. And the but anything north of Orlando is just the south. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then anything, anything south below of that Orlando is just people who have given up. <laughs> or, or I was just gonna call it South Florida. It's like South Florida and then the South. Yeah, that's true. That's a better way of saying it, I guess. But the bit is funny. I'm so sorry also, for yawning. Speaking of Florida, on when I was on my vacation, <laughs> and I went to uh, the Panhandle, Dustin, so it's North Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And um. I realized this is a, you know, I've been to Florida a couple of times, but like this is the most that I was like out in the public mm-hmm. for a long time. And I realized that like all Florida people slash men dress the same and have dressed the same for the last 15 years at least. So they're all still wearing like those weird like graphic tank tops, cargo shorts and flip flops. Yup. Wow. And or boat shoes. Interchange that with an occasional button-up tropical shirt or a polo shirt. And or yeah. salmon shorts. Yep. All the same shit. They wear the same... Sh- they've been wearing the same shit for 20 years. Like, what the hell? LOL. Well, you know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Is that what we're saying? Oh, well, no, that's what they say. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I don't know that it's uh, not broke, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. That's like it baffles me up here when I see people that are clearly wearing the same pair of jeans that they have had for 20 years. Like, the are you jeans talking are about fine. dad right now? I'm not even. I'm <laughs> saying it's like a common thing. And it's specifically like men that I notice it because their clothes are made to like be worn and to endure multiple wears and washes and working outside and all of these other things. So they're yeah. actually like functional. Um, so it's not like I'm saying that anything like looks bad, but you can just tell. You can tell like a 20 year old pair of jeans. Actually, what's really funny is now that I'm thinking about it, my friend was wearing a pair of his dad's jeans. Um, from the 1980s, although they were so cute. Like, they looked new, and they looked, like, new and fashionable. Like, they did not look vintage. They did not look like that traditional, like, weird 80s, like, texture. You know, they were really Mm. cute. I feel like they they stay new because people don't wash their jeans. Yeah, but it's, like, our jeans, like, women's jeans are not made from real denim. So, like... That's you true. cannot wash them, but there's always, like, some sort of weird elastic or, like, spandex or, like, that there's always stretchy. something yeah. else in there so that way you have to wash it. Like, it's not just, it's not, it's not real jean. That's what I'm saying. I tried to get yeah. a pair of real jeans the other, or, like, recently, and um, 
And unfortunately, they didn't fit. Mama needs the elastic. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> a little too rigid for my liking. Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that was lovely. Lovely little tail into the, uh, the Mahaha. No, wait. The, yeah. The, alt, the Alta Mahaha? The Alta Mahaha. The Mahaha. The Mahaha. Mahaha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried. Um, that's my little supernatural blurb. My supernatural, my supernatural splash today. Love it. Yeah, I do love how you keep doing topics related to water. You know, it's because it's creepy to me. And when I think of the podcast, I'm like, oh, I want to do something creepy. Something creepy. Yep, same. And eerie. And uh, that's the vibe. Yep. Philosophobia is the vibe over here. You know, it's a vibe that I thoroughly enjoy, to be quite honest with you. You know, I I enjoy it, too. I enjoy it, too. I like learning about why I should be scared of the water. Because then I'm just like, (laughs) see? See, everybody? See? This is why. Giant catfish? This is why. Yeah, Giant sturgeon. Oh my this gosh! Is why. I was already afraid of monster groupers. Those catfish. I'm literally like, I would be gone. I'd be done. I'd be <laughs> sucked right in. Just. <laughs> I was talking to somebody recently about pet peeves, and I was like trying to think of mine. And the first thing that always comes to mind is like mouth noises. Like you, know you want to get me instantly ragey. Make a mouth noise. Don't do it though. I know you're tempted, but you did like twelve of them, and I kept my cool. So like. I'm yeah. definitely not going to do it again because you did keep your cool, and I thank you for that. But also, I'm rather impressed, actually. And also, thank you. you're welcome. One of my biggest pet peeves that I have learned recently, because, you know, people always ask those kinds of questions, and I can never think of something on the spot. Like, I'm really terrible on the spot. It sucks for me. But um, <laughs> people always ask, like, you know, what's your biggest pet peeve? Or, like, what's your favorite blah? And I feel like I've learned that my biggest pet peeve is fucking wasting my time. Like, mm. literally telling me to show up two hours before I actually need to be there, kind of wasting my time. Mm-hmm. That shit, it drives me insane. Especially mm-hmm. if I have to, like, drive a long way to get there. Yeah. So then it's not just two hours of my time you wasted. You really wasted four hours of my time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that I have realized as I'm getting older um, tends to make my fucking blood pressure go up. It's like I feel myself physically get, because I'm trying really hard to be calm, but it's like I feel it bubbling up inside where I'm just like, what the fuck why am I even anyways it just it literally drives me crazy unless it's something like I could be two hours early for something that I want to do but if you like lie to me and tell me I need to be there two hours before I need to be there and then have nothing for me to do and I don't have access to any of my things or like I can't accomplish a task in that time and I literally just have to wait I literally just have to wait you know why though I mean like I'm not explaining to you why that's a pet peeve because it's your own pet peeve but I can see why it would be very annoying because it's very disrespectful of somebody's time like, they clearly don't value your time if yeah. that's the case. And that's the part that's like, nope, no thank you, no more. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was like that little post that you put up when you uh, you were like, don't confuse availability with, what was it? Free time. 
free time. Yeah. For yeah. those of you who can't speak Yanni's, she said don't confuse availability with free time. Yeah. Um, or there's that other one that's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing nothing. Oh, so you want to do something? No, I already no. told you. I'm doing, doing nothing. nothing actively. <laughs> I already have plans to do nothing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking people really... Mm. Mm. It's like you, you're, yeah, that's like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm like glitching. I was going to say, <laughs> she's no, trying really hard. She's like, should I say more? No. Wait, there's yep. another thing that I can think of. No. Yep. Okay. Wait, there's one more. Yep. Welcome to my brain. Um, so I yeah. Love I love it. That was terrible. That was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Stop it. Was it. Shut up. It was amazing. It was <laughs> passionate. <laughs> oh god it was passionate yet gentle yuck <laughs> yucky you can find us on instagram as always at wonderlust.pod or you can also find us on our website yes the wonderlustpodcast.com we like it yes it's very wonderful had a shout out to our wonderful mother for creating that for us. Mm, yes, yeah, so much wonder. Um, you also can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple, obviously, wherever you're listening to us now. And please, 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 please rate and review us. We would love you for that. We love to hear your feedback. So go ahead, give it to us. Give it to us good or gently. <laughs> oh, can you stop? <laughs> like, My goal is to make that your new pet peeve. Ugh. It's like some people getting very close. Moist. <laughs> you're gonna just come out of this year like, I can't stand it when people say, gently. Gently. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. We hope you enjoyed this uh, mini episode. Since yeah, I don't know where I was gonna go with that. We hope you enjoyed this mini episode though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little tidbit. Just a little tidbit. A little ma ha ha. A little ha. You know, just a little ha. Little mahaha with the boat bump bump and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I have to like sample that for something. But um so I yeah, I guess like, what time is it, Sarah? Hey Wanderers. No. Hey Wanderers. No. <laughs> so aggressive. No. It's time for us to wander off. Wander off.